I just have a few scriptures tonight and then we're gonna pray and if we have the time you may be seated it's a little bit different tonight huh. Well, yes, folks, what we're attempting to do here in London, I don't know if there is any precedence of it down here. And if there is, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since there is a revival in this part of the city. Very long time. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a, a rigid, a militant effort, a strong effort of just hardcore believers who are just willing to get up and go and plow the field every day and plow the field every day until they break. You know that those type of work ethic that you're putting out by God's grace? Don't worry. It's the empowerment that comes from the Lord that allows us to do this. But you require men and women that are so committed. Men and women that will sacrifice and pay the price. And you know, and I am not under any illusion that this thing is gonna take work and actually I'm actually enjoying the work and the harder it gets the more enjoyment I'm having hello because I know God is gonna reward all of the labor like he did for the, the apostles huh. those three years that they followed him immediately he rose up huh. they were rewarded they saw the fruits of their labor immediately guys and I know God is going to reward everything that we're doing here. Every time that we come here to pray. Every dollar that we give. Every, every investment here. To the work that God is actually doing. He is going to reward it. And I see already the Lord is doing so many miracles. Since um, Sunday, we spoke about miracles on Sunday, right? And, uh, you know, several people have already texted me from um, Sunday until now that just miracles that God is doing in their lives and at some point we'll have them share just literal just supernatural miracles just all by himself he's like you have been doing this in my kingdom for all this time take this take this take this just miracles we're gonna have so, you guys you when you constantly seek God when you forget about yourself for a moment just forget about yourself and serving this kingdom huh, that Jesus Christ called us to. That is when, <clears throat> excuse me, all of the other areas of your life, you begin to deal with the other areas of your life. I know that, that's a word for you. I know, my brother. I, see that? You're missing this. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That is, that is the word for you, Anuk. Huh, that's why you came in right at this moment. And let me give it to you blunt. You're not seeking the kingdom of heaven, huh, but you need God. You can't, you can't do the material thing and then leave God and think your life's going to be blessed. And when you come here, we have the boldness to tell you that. We have the strength to tell you that. This is a different ministry, guys. This is a different ministry. And, you know, even to some believers that have been here um, in the body of Christ, they, ain't, they have never seen anything like this either. Ha! They have never seen anything like this. You know why? Because not too many people contend with God for an anointing. We have many Christians, hello? And they read uh, the Bible and uh, have different levels of understanding. But not too many. We don't, even, we don't even have too many people with the apostolic anointing and the true pastoral anointing. Ha! We, we have very few people that really are being shifted and moved daily by the spirit of the living God. 
that really are contending with God for power beyond the mind, beyond the mental understanding. But power, very few people we have doing that. And the science, I'm telling you, any man that contend from, for this, and then God is going to put an anointing on that, you're going to sound weird to others. That's why we talk about stuff like submission. When God say, go and sit there, doesn't matter if it's this church or another church, another ministry, wherever the Holy Spirit sends you, and the voice of God say, that's where I send you. And, I, and he said, submit there, serve there, and do all of these things. That's the only thing you need to do. If, if you can get the weakness of the Holy Spirit, you go and sit, and you stay in, in obedience. And then now you begin to hear words that will blow your mind. And you wonder, am I still in the church, the church of Jesus Christ? And if God says sit, sit. Until you begin to understand the dialogue, the true dialogue of the Spirit. Because not too many people understood Jesus Christ when he spoke. This kingdom is a kingdom of authority. It's a kingdom of authority. That's how it works. It's not that you understand everything. There are different frequencies. And then God will put different... As you grow in Christ, he will promote you to different levels and the different levels of authority and when you speak just based on you speaking on that authority God will move on the earth that's it period that's how it works so when God calls you into a ministry and so forth that's why we teach uh, all the submission and the anointing of God let me tell you what it does a kingdom divided against itself shall fall that's why sometimes some folks I pray for them but they can't receive until we come into oneness or else God would be fighting himself if he blesses that through, through what we do when we pray for them. He'll be fighting himself. We have to be in unity and in oneness. <clears throat> that's what they accomplished on, in the book of Acts. Oneness. And that's what, why that level of grace was released on them. And that's what, trying to cultivate that in a North American church is a very difficult thing to do. It's difficult because we have, it's a melting pot with all different type of perspective and different type of ideas. It takes a militant move, a very strong move of the Spirit to bring us together, and it takes time for the Lord to knit us together and for us to come into oneness. But if we can accomplish that, God will do wonders through our lives. He will save. Many will be saved. And at the heart of why we do this ministry is the lost. The heart of why we do this ministry is souls, pretty much. If it wasn't for souls, we wouldn't be joining this. Somebody else could do the, the weekly um, ministrations and the pastoral care and, uh, you know, celebrate the bury the dead, um, do the baptism and so forth like that. The predominant thing why we're here, we have a hunger and a desire to see lost souls come into the kingdom of heaven because Jesus Christ was very clear. That said, th those who don't receive him will be damned. Will be damned. Now, for you to really have uh, especially in a look at, take for example a city like London, okay, where we have approximately 300,000 people. We probably have about, I don't know, if we're, we're lucky if we have 50,000 believers down here. Just, we're not talking about Canada, you know. I know some people come here and they are worried about their own personal issues right now, but I want to step out of, us to step out of ourselves and consider something that was very important to, the, to Jesus Christ. And that was the lost, those that are heading to hell. So, math is the key. 
300,000 people. How many Christians do you think we have down here? Based on your evangelistic efforts, how many Christians are you meeting? Of every 10 people that you speak to, or how many people do you speak to that is a believer? Probably 0.2. Not even one. Right? Rarely you find, um, unless you're just looking for people from your own community, and you're not really evangelizing. And that's a different ballgame. This looks like a Christian, so. Most of the city down here, in 50, 60, 70 years, if we left it like this, about 80% of this city would be in hell. That's a lot of, just for this city. Think about Canada. If you die in that state. Now, what, with those numbers, what would you want to do about it? Wouldn't you want a few to be saved? Amen? And now, think about this. We have so many churches around. And yet still, besides these churches that are there, that you see on every corner, the numbers are somewhere in that vicinity that I just said, folk now. Besides churches. Meaning, if we continue to do what we have been doing, spiritually speaking, with the churches that are down here now, the numbers will not change. Now, who would want to continue on that trend? It's not going to change. Okay? It takes something like what happened in the book of Acts. It takes a revival. And that's what we're asking God for. London needs a revival. Canada needs a revival. Not in Heaven's Ithos ministry, the whole country. From every small town, every big city. Need a revival, a massive revival. A massive move of God. Oh, where millions of people will come to the kingdom. Millions. And if Canada has a revival, I'm telling you, this melting pot here of a connection with every other country in the world, it would in the world, it would spread to the nations. So we are our words to the Lord is why not here? Right? Why not us? Right? And then you go, we look around and go, but we are not able. And exactly, God says, that's why I'm calling you guys to do it. Because you're not able, because no man can do this. But willing vessels can do it. And he, to demonstrate that, Jesus Christ came in this world and called a few fishermen. They were catching fish, guys. No high-level education. And he, and he used them and did it. And we see the acts of the apostles, right? The acts of the apostles. Not just the words. That's what this book, here, the book of Acts. The acts of the apostles. And now it's our turn. Basically, another generation and the same opportunity is here. And in between that, we have had many generations. And we can see the errors that they made. We are actually, we have been handed their errors and their mistakes. Like the children of Israel oh, were handed the mistakes of their parents. Because their parents were promised the promised land. And the children, they are the ones that went to that, into that territory and into that land. And here we are, guys. The opportunity is here like any other generation for us to 
by the invitation of the Spirit, because God has given us an invitation into this, to pay the price and see revival break down, break out here in London, guys. And um, you see, we are we're baptizing one and two, right? Here and there. And all of you guys, we're baptizing people, taking them in buses down to Sarnia and baptizing them by the hundreds. Ha! Who want to see that? Oh, God Almighty. So I'm telling people, like, don't take your eye off the prize. Don't get too caught up in your own business. Is the Lord good enough to take away, to feed you and clothe you? Just do what he's asking you to do. Simplify the thing. Surrender your life to him. And let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. Oh! I'm not taking my eye off of that. I'm not taking my focus off of, that, off of that at all. And I tell you, guys, every day I'm reminded of this. Every day. I'm reminded of this. By the time I wake up in the morning, oh, I feel that presence of God. I feel the fire burning. The, the revival is embedded in men. Oh, it's inside of us. Because we walk around with the spirit of God. I'm telling you, God is hungry to do this. He's hungry to do it. He can't wait to do it. He cannot wait, guys. Oh, he's cooking up a pot. You're cooking up a pot, right? Oh, they were cooking the chicken on um, Sunday. And it was delicious indeed. But if they had done it halfway, right? And you bite in that thing and it's raw. I don't think you would have tasted that well. Right? So God is doing something here in us that we might accommodate the revival. Keep your focus and your attention on the words that Lord, the Holy Spirit is releasing here and what he's telling you to focus on. No, it's not an earthly thing. That means it's not going to be flashy. Discipline yourself. We have to have discipline. It's disciplined people. Oh. Committed people that see the power of God move on that level. And we have been, we're doing well. I'm, I'm proud of the growth and the transformation that I see. But guys, I hope you know it's been a fight. It's been a fight. It, uh, it has been a fight. And that's predominantly why the Lord called me, because I know it was going to be a fight. Because people have different understanding about church. <laughs> people have different understanding about church. But I'm telling you guys, it's about, it's about authority. This is not Sunday school anymore. You're not in Sunday school. You're not in Sunday school, guys. You might, be a, you might have been a good school in, uh, student in Sunday school. You're not in Sunday school anymore. This is the big leagues who want to play in the big league. That's what the Lord, you know, this is what the Lord was saying when he said, can you handle it? Can you handle the pressure? Can you handle the pressure of transformation? The pressure of growth? The daily pressure? The discipline and diligence that you have to have, truly, for the Spirit of God to make you into another individual? totally in the likeness and image of Jesus Christ. You don't even know why you're like this anymore. You can't see the old man. Your desires have changed. And that's what he's able to do. You know. 
He is able to make us into an, the perfect person that he created. If we will put this blob of flesh that is worth 0.5 cents under the flesh here, this blob here, it's worth nothing. The flesh profit but nothing. Oh! The flesh profit but nothing. And the mind of the flesh profit nothing. Offer your body a living sacrifice. We are preaching this week to week. And uh, the young folks down here, oh! the Lord told us we we're going to have a massive young folks ministry down here. Massive young, a lot of them are going to be saved. Oh, my Father in heaven. I didn't have a message tonight, guys. I'm telling you, I don't program, I don't have a message. I don't need a message. God has a message. The Holy Spirit has a message. Oh! Amen. We're praying, guys. Wake up and smell the coffee. It's strong. It's not easy to grow and be, and be transformed and made into the likeness and, and image of Jesus Christ in 2022. It's not easy. There are too many distractions out there. There are too many voices down, out there. And some of them are in your homes. And you have to be, if you decide that you're going to follow Jesus Christ, you will, be, you will be amazed the type of people that you have to contend with and deal with. And I had to, I ha, I had to do the same thing. I sent I a strong message to everybody in my family. Get the hell out of my way. I hope you know that. I did. I, everybody, in-laws and personal. I said, when you come on to Jesus, get the hell out of, the, out of my way. Because I'm this, this, um, I have one shot at this, guys. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I have one quick shot at this. Hello? One, one shot. And if my dad came out of that grave, I would put him in his place and tell him, get out of my way and let me serve God. I'm telling you. Because I'm past the age to report to any man in that context, except in a godly fashion. That's why God placed me here. Because nobody can get in my way. And you have to do the very same thing in your own life. When it's time to follow Jesus Christ. You have to dump your mom, dump your dad, dump your cousin, dump your sister. If they are contrary to your faith and your belief. And if you're weak and pathetic, God can't use you at the plow. He can't use you. That's why we don't see revival, guys. It's why we don't see revival. It's why there is starvation and, and billions of people are going to hell. We cannot replicate the move of God that we saw in the book of Acts. Very few churches can do this. And God is looking for a, 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 listen, a bunch of soldiers in this season here. A bunch of militant soldiers to join hands together. And we, we see the power of God come out. Let me tell you, all of those people that we, it's not that we leave them in hate. I'm not saying to hate them, okay? I'm just saying don't let them be a distraction to, your, to this walk. Because the sacrifice that you're sacrificing now is going to be the, the solution to them having encounters. When they say revival, many of them are going to run and give their life to Jesus Christ. They will come out of the church and repent. That's what happened. Remember, Jesus was with his disciples and Mary, his mother, came and his brother came. And they came and told him that your mom and your brother is there. And he rejected and rebuked them and said, those in front of me, they are my mother and my brother and my sister. Them, I don't know. Tell them to go away. I hope you know that's what he did. Because Mary was not converted as yet. They were not converted. But later on, Mary was in the upper room. If you read the book of Acts, she was in the upper room. 
when the Holy Spirit fell. And at that time, she was a full-fledged disciple. But if he had listened to them and the people that were in his community, he would have never preached this message. They, they were unbelievers. And the Bible said he could, he could do very little miracle there. He just turned his back on them and went to the next town. We have one shot, guys. One shot to live out your destiny and your purpose. One shot. It's a rare thing. Amen? So when we come here on Wednesday night, we're not praying like how they pray. We are, we are, we are, I'm saying, God, this book here and what you have spoken here, I want to see the transformation that you promised there, and I want to see it in me. I want to see Jesus in me. Oh! Yeah. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be in pain. I, I, no, we're not living that life because Jesus was not walking around like that. So do it in me. That was my cry. This is how I got heaven's attention, and this is by the Spirit. Oh! God pull, is pulling each one of us. To that dimension, we can say yes or we can say no. His power is available if you were willing to pay the price. We'll be different people. The world will look at us like you will walk around like a true champion, a man and a woman of power and authority. You have to be the. the if you're not in Christ, you have no authority on the earth, none. You're taking, taking up space. Jesus called them whitewashed tombs. <laughs> He's just giving you time for you to wake up. Wake up, thou sleeper. Today is the day to wake up. So pray uncommon prayers. Pray desperate prayers. Pray like you want God to touch you. Pray like you really come to church. For, you don't come for the religious activities. Have you ever gone into the Catholic church? I used to go up here and laugh at all of this smoke. I said, wonder if this is going to give me cancer. And this is like smoking. Amen, guys. It's a little bit rough in this church, guys. And, for, and growth is not easy. Amen? So when you come before God and you read the word, I'm not even going to the word because the Lord didn't really, what I wrote there was me. This is what I'm speaking is him. Yeah, we are challenging huh, everybody. Next level. Andrea, you drove all the way from Hamilton. Lord God Almighty, something must be happening in Heaven's Lighthouse Ministries. So you're telling me that there is no church in, um, in Hamilton? Why is she here? Why, why is it? Yeah? And people are moving from Toronto down here. Oh! We're cooking up a stew. Oh! We're cooking up a biblical stew down here. Oh, oh my Father in Heaven. Everybody's going to come for a touch. Oh! Yeah. Amen.